following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the Huge Show across Michigan. And the holidays are here, and it's time for you to get in on the NBA action. Right now, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up will score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on basketball. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is a Holiday Moneyline Monday on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time for our number two on a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Man, what a great Saturday night for the Lions in downtown Detroit. If you were there, it was spectacular. Before, during, and after the game. Lions had 10 wins, four losses, three remaining. You watch the Cowboys yesterday afternoon. They look beatable, but at home they've been unbelievable. Lions need to take care of business against the Vikings on Sunday. Then at the Cowboys on December 30th. Vikings at home. Superfly, there's a shot. They could end up 13-4. and four. Man, that's only one off my prediction of 14-3. and three. They play the way they did Saturday night. They will win at least two more, the two Vikings games. Dallas at home, they have been a different team. But right now, it's take care of business, win the NFC North, get that home playoff game, and it could be Matt Stafford and the Rams. Oh, God. Hmm. Jesus says we're sitting here celebrating holidays. I am saying a prayer to you to let number nine take on number 16. Please. That's all I want for Christmas. Mm. And if the Lions could win out, they could be the two seed. Oh, man. You know, still some work to do with the Eagles and the Cowboys. So if you want to join in from the Lions to Michigan State's unbelievable hammering of Baylor, the number six team in the country, Spartan sent a message that our season isn't over just yet. We'll talk to Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider. will join us coming up in a few moments. Chris Palace for the Wolverine.com, Jeremy Reisman. Lions NFL insider from Pride of Detroit within the hour. Kyle Austin from Lansing, Spartan, Big Ten Hoops insider. And our friends from Celebration Cinema will join us at the end of the show. 
They are showing Michigan, Alabama on the big screen with the recliners at multiple locations across the state on New Year's Day. Get your tickets now at celebrationcinema.com. I know in the Grand Rapids area, for those of you listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, I'll be at Celebration Cinema North, Studio Park in downtown Grand Rapids, showing Michigan, Alabama as well, along with Celebration Cinema South, Celebration Carousel in Muskegon. I also think the Celebration Cinema in Holt in the Lansing area for our listeners on the game 7.30 a.m. I am curious in Lansing how many Michigan fans there are. It sounds like I'm getting ready to say a joke. And I think Celebration Cinema South, is Mount Pleasant and South, they may not be the only locations. Full list at CelebrationCinema.com where you can buy your tickets and join me at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids on New Year's Day for Michigan and Alabama. Let's go to John and Holt. Thanks for the wait. Listening on the game, 730 a.m. Good to be back live in Lansing weekdays, 3 until 6. How you doing, my man? Yeah, absolutely. I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good. What's on your mind? Farm basketball. I mean, where's this team been all year? Like you said, I mean, that was a surprising victory for them. Nobody Big saw time. that coming. I, I, I think the biggest surprise was the total team contribution to me. Yes. Yes, it was. Definitely. I agree with that. And they look like a team now that could contend with Purdue. And thank you, Johnny and Holt. And, and the Big Ten isn't that deep. Uh, Wisconsin, and I don't think they're world beaters. Purdue looks really good. They got size. They got shooters. They play defense when they need to. But that, that win changes the entire outlook on the season. Now, on the flip side, I'll say Oakland was scheduled for tonight to be a backup game in case you lost it. Izzo's pretty smart with the scheduling. Now you don't want the lead down. Jim Comberoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, is standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. And Comp, how many people did you talk to beforehand that told you, I think Izzo and the Spartans are going to blow out Baylor? Nobody. Nobody. I, mean, I was on your show last week, and, I, uh, you know, Baylor's um, – the, the talent that they have in that team offensively is excellent. <clears throat> and uh, Michigan State was desperate. You saw it. I mean, they were focused. They were desperate. Uh, they needed to win. Baylor, maybe you know, nine and zero, maybe a little overconfident, but loose. And Michigan State's rigorous schedule served the Spartans well in that game. Baylor's softer schedule did not serve them well. You match it up together, a desperate team against a team that might have been a little bit casual. And Michigan State got some shots to go down. It started with defense, Bill. Michigan State played excellent team defense. They were more um, with their pack line defense. Izzo does not call it pack line defense. He calls it elbow block coverage, but it's the same thing. It's, you know, take away the gaps, make them shoot over the top. And that might have seemed dangerous against a Baylor team that can get hot from the outside. But Michigan State was no longer out in the passing lanes doing denial defense which they did against Nebraska and got burned. They did against James Madison. It didn't work out. They went back to the usual Izzo standard of defense, and they did it with a team that was into the scouting report, playing collectively with urgency and some physicality, and it started with defense. And at the other end, Tyson Walker got hot. That was an early TKO. Yeah, they looked good. They looked like Michigan State. 
You know, the urgency, the physicality, the big question is, and beginning tonight with Oakland, where you don't want that letdown game now after the beauty of that 40 minutes against Baylor, can they keep that urgency and physicality or physicality going uh, the rest of the season? Now, that, that, that yeah. to me, is the biggest thing to watch. Yeah, the defense. You know, a lot of times it takes Michigan State, you know, anywhere from 50 to 75 practices to get that defense down. Maybe they've got it down now because they're more of a veteran team. Cohen Carr was uh, a factor as a weak side defender. You saw that. You know, he, he plays hard. He's a hustler. Um, so it's it's bits and pieces of, of getting those things in line. And, you know, the old adage is defense travels. That not only means travels on the road, but it also should travel from game to game. You're exactly right. Can they continue to play defense like that? There's no reason not to. Now, the level of focus that Walker and Hogard had against that backcourt, which included a future NBA player, um, they were playing with a lot of pride, Hogard and, and Walker were. It's hard to play with that type of focus and intensity every single time out, but something approaching that should be enough against Oakland and some of these other teams. You can't get casual. Anybody in 40 minutes can jump up and, and pull a surprise. But defense should travel from game to game once you get it tightened down. That doesn't mean Michigan, it doesn't mean Michigan State's going to be great every single game from here on out. They'll lose some games. They'll have some, they'll have some clunkers. Always do. There'll be some ebbs and flows. But it was... If you're a coach, if you're Tom Izzo, the positive reinforcement this sends to your players and your freshmen, this is how it's done. Um, I think there's a lot of value to that for the coaches as they communicate with the players. And the big key is going to be when you look at the Big Ten, I know records may be deceiving, but I haven't seen that dominant team outside of Purdue, but then they lost to Northwestern and conference play the early two games. They're one and one, so... Uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, Michigan doesn't look like a conference title contender. Wisconsin plays well. Nebraska's been a pleasant uh, surprise. No one saw that 9-2 and two start coming. Ohio State hasn't played a lot of big boys there. Maryland uh, seems average. And Indiana, I'm not sold on them at 7-3 and three and blew a big lead against Kansas. So, hey, mm-hmm. the Baylor game gives this team as much needed conference or confidence in conference uh, moving forward, then Izzo, I don't know if he's ever needed a game like this before as head coach, but they sure did need what happened Saturday in downtown Detroit. I agree. It was a big game. I'm not sure there's been a big, bigger game in terms of needing right. a win right. in December yes. that early. That's so that was, and, and they got it done, so credit to them. All right, uh, moving on from Izzo, they get Oakland camp. He always uh, provides a challenge. He has a yeah. decent squad there. Uh, you don't yeah. want the letdown tonight. Uh, this will be Izzo keeping these guys uh, focused. I'm really curious to see how they go from Baylor to Oakland tonight. I agree. And Oakland is 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 this is a uh, an up year for them. You know they played Ohio State tight. They played Illinois tight. Um, they beat Xavier. Uh, you know this is a this is an Oakland team that you, you can't just you're not going to just roll over them. You know, they they don't they they've got this kid Trey Townsend, the junior from Oxford. You know, he scored twenty eight against Xavier. Um I think Malik Hall should match up defensively pretty well against him. But Oakland's gonna come in, you know, uh, the biggest game of the year for them for all the players and a lot of the in state kids and the Midwestern kids. Uh two days after Michigan State had this huge game, it's a quick turnaround for Michigan State against Oakland for a season maker for Oakland who's never beaten Michigan State. They've been close a couple of times. 
So this is a real game for Michigan State, no question. Now, before I let you go, uh, Coach Smith, uh, I, I, I like the hire before he even was introduced uh, in East Lansing, and he has hit the ground running. Now, I'm really impressed with the talent either from Oregon State, Oregon State recruits he's poached, which isn't that bad considering the Pac-12 is down to the Pac-2, and also some of the transfer portal and high school signings. For a guy less than a month on the job, I like what I see early. I think you're right. I think they're doing a good job of salvaging this recruiting class in a a three-and-a-half-week period of time, which is very difficult to do. They did it a combination of ways. Like you said, the Oregon State commitments that they had that were not from the state of Oregon, you know, talking about a running back from Texas, another running back from Texas. Looks like they got a good chance to get a defensive end from Honolulu. These are guys that were committed to Oregon State, a tight end from San Jose, Wyatt Hook. These are good, solid three stars that were committed to Oregon State. They were able to re-recruit them, get them to visit Michigan State, and every single one of them is committed. It looks like is going to commit to Michigan State, with the exception of one kid from Massachusetts that they did not go after. You combine that with the seven or eight commitments that Tucker and Harlan Barnett had. Harlan Barnett worked to keep those and added another one from Portage, Michigan, and Smith was able to keep all of those. And in the meantime, Smith has set out for in-state and Midwestern, you know, kind of a low-hanging fruit. You know, the players that they could flip or maybe some, uh, you know, some diamond in the rough types. There's a there's a linebacker from Gaylord, Michigan, named Brady Pretzlaff, a high three-star that was committed to Minnesota. I think Michigan State's got a good chance to flip him. So it's a combination of all those three, keeping the guys that Barnett had, getting the out-of-state guys you had committed to Oregon State, and then coming back to the Midwest for some low-hanging fruit. The combination of those is going to give Michigan State what I think is going to be a sal- it's going to salvage I think uh, a recruiting class that'll be like I think in the top fifty, which is good enough, and it's not going to be a hole in the program going forward. They got a chance to get a four-star quarterback from Indiana named Tyler Cherry. You add him, and I think it's a class that could uh, you know be in the low forties, and that that would be a, r- a real solid three-week recruiting class. You know, before he took over, I was thinking you know this is a clean rebuild could be the four to five year window now i'm kind of leaning that you know could they be a a five and seven even 500 team in year one and it'll be that eight win team in year two and it might be cut down to three years but uh, you get a quarterback uh, you get talent you get athletes and i loved what i watched at oregon state when those late games were on i thought oregon state always looked like a team you didn't want to meet off the field yeah, you know, this coaching staff, I think they're, they're showing into a three-week period of time. You know what? They've got their crap together, Bill. They've got a plan. They work their plan. They hustle. And it's going to take some time. I mean, they still have to put together an offensive line, defensive line, all those things. The roster is not ready. They're getting off to a good start in terms of a pragmatic stair-step approach to get the thing back on track. Jim Combroni, SpartanMeg.com, joining us back live weekdays 3 until 6 on the game 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, the MSU Insider. Follow SpartanMeg.com for the latest when it comes to everything Michigan State University Athletics. Comp, good to hear your voice. Have a great Monday night. Enjoy that Oakland game. Sounds great, Bill. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right, Jim Camperoni. Back live on 7.30 a.m. the game. Thank you to the crew there. Tim Stout, weekday mornings at 10 a.m. It's like Elvis, first at 10 a.m. in the morning. Then the huge show, weekdays now, 3 until 6, back live after being tape delayed for the last year or so. I appreciate the love and everybody in Lansing.
Next segment, Chris Ballas for the Wolverine.com. The return of Juwan Howard. What happens with the strength coach Sanderson? Preparation for Michigan-Alabama. The team awards yesterday in Ann Arbor. J.J. McCarthy voted most valuable player, and he'll need to be that against Alabama if they want any shot at winning. Ballas will join us in our next segment. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, Lions NFL insider. Within 45 minutes, Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan Big Ten insider within the hour. And our friends from Celebration Cinema will join us. They are showing Alabama, Michigan on the big screens at multiple locations across the state. For the Celebration Cinema location close to you showing the game on the big screen with the recliners, with the adult beverage service, food, and more. Go to CelebrationCinema.com. And you can join the huge show. I'll be with our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids. If you want to buy your tickets there and join me on New Year's Day, 5 p.m. Oh, Bruce Feldman, college football writer for The Athletic. He's on Fox. He polled all the Big Ten coaches. Anonymous poll, and none of them feel that Michigan can beat Alabama. Anybody else tired of anonymous polls? If you're a coach, you can't just say, hey, I think Bama's going to win. Why why do you have to hide behind all these college football writers like they did with the Connor Stallion stuff? Why hide? If you don't like Harbaugh, say, I hope Harbaugh loses every game. I guarantee right now in the game, 7.30 a.m., I can get 90% of the people who will tell me they hope Harbaugh loses every single game. 90 might be low. They're showing the Michigan-Alabama game at the Celebration Cinema in Holt, which is a great location. They're near East Lansing. I, when I first saw the locations that they're showing Michigan-Alabama on New Year's Day at Celebration Cinema, the first thing that popped out to me was, okay, uh, I'm telling you, well, what's Holt from East Lansing? 10 miles, maybe? I don't know. I don't know the total... Lansing Geography. But if you want to get those tickets for Michigan, Alabama on the big screen, go to celebrationcinema.com. Big screen. Hey, big screen. Thank you very much. And if you want to join me for the huge watch party, Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids, New Year's Day at 5 p.m. Speaking of joining me, we got a busy roadshow week. On Wednesday, I'll be at the Ada Indoor Country Club. They have three golf simulator studios they can do private lessons book private parties it's open to the public even though it says ada indoor country club it's a really cool place they're going to have their beer and liquor license after the first of the year i'll be broadcasting live there on wednesday three until six all day wednesday from 10 a.m until 6 p.m you can stop out and take three free swings in the long drive simulator contest and three closest to the pin swings on the simulator. The winner of the long drive contest will get a Taco Tuesday package for 2024 at Tullymore. Good for an overnight stay for you and your foursome. 36 holes of golf. You'll play Tullymore and St. Ives and a taco dinner on that Tuesday night. Runner up will get a foursome for Antrim Dells, part of the Agaming Golf Collection near Charlevoix. And then closest to the pin, that winner will get a foursome to play Pilgrim's Run 
in 2024. And the runner-up there will also get a foursome to Antrim Dells near Charlevoix. This is free and open to the public in all ages. Come take a shot. They're going to have around, is it around food bakery? Around Baking Company? Yeah, Around Baking Company food truck will be there selling pizzas and food, and they'll have the one-day liquor license for adult beverages. So it'll be on Wednesday, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. You can take those free swings at the Ada Indoor Country Club, which is open to the public on Pettis and Ada, and I'll be broadcasting live statewide starting Wednesday at 3. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Hi, I'm Casey. I don't just work at Meyer. I shop there. Get a $15 coupon like I did when you spend $150 or more this week in store. Print it at checkout, start redeeming next week, and get Meyer Spiral Sliced Ham for $0.89 cents per pound with M-Perks. Discount automatically applied when you enter your M-Perks ID limit one, plus potatoes, green beans, rolls, and more. Then save even more with M-Perks with a dollar off per gallon of gas. Get the same low prices, big deals, and great quality in store and online at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The 
Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer on a Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. They have Dan Campbell listed as the odds-on favorite to win Coach of the Year. Ryan's from Houston, the second choice, but I think if the Lions win the NFC North, based on where they've been, this is like the third time Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros, who does a great job on the in-stadium video boards for Michigan football, and also I saw him Saturday Night for Lions. This is only the third time in 90 years they've been double-digit wins. Is that right? Or is that if they win this weekend and they have 11 wins? It's kind of historic, so I can see why DraftKings would make Dan Campbell the leading coach of the year. I don't think anybody else... Laporta will be... Well, you know, C.J. Stroud, how does he play when he comes back after the concussion? I think he has the rookie of the year locked up, but Laporta definitely will be on the all-rookie team, if not all-pro team. Make an argument he's the best tight end in the game right now. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is standing by. Michigan preparing for Alabama on New Year's Day at the Rose Bowl. Remember, I'm having my huge watch party at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids on the big screen. Buy your tickets right now at CelebrationCinema.com. And they also have other locations in the West Michigan area and beyond. CelebrationCinema.com. And also Michigan had their team banquet. J.J. McCarthy named the MVP. No surprise there. And he better be the MVP against Alabama, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I think that's about right. And it was interesting listening, reading the athletic article today about Big Ten coaches still whining about things. Oh, Taking Alabama to win. I know I'm so tired of reading it. And it's almost like they keep moving the goalposts here. they got to beat Alabama to prove that, you know, that it wasn't uh, all about cheating and so on and so forth. Well, I think... They kind of proved that here with the last several wins down the stretch, including two against top five teams or top ten teams without their coach. So, But I think it is going to be J.J. because they don't match up well with Alabama at a lot of positions. you got that elite secondary of Alabama against Michigan receivers who are average to above average as Michigan receivers go. Uh, you've got a team that hasn't run the ball particularly well, this Michigan team, on just about anybody this year with the exception of Nebraska. Even Michigan State shut them down, and they just weren't getting it like they have been the last couple of years. And aren't as strong uh, at the center. Uh, Drake Nugent's a good center. He's not Olu Oluwatimi, who they had last year. So uh, it's got to be a low-scoring game, in my opinion, for Michigan to win. A lower-scoring game, anyway, at least in the 20s. And J.J. McCarthy's going to have to have a big game with both his arm and his feet, Bill, if Michigan's going to win this game. Yeah, from what I read at the Wolverine.com, uh, the team banquet, uh, did Harbaugh, I know you wrote a story, or uh, Anthony or Clay yep. did. I saw a story that, did Harbaugh hint at coming back next year? No, he didn't. He said he hopes that some of the seniors will come back next year. And uh, he didn't say to join me or anything like that. I think a lot of people were reading into that. And, uh, you know, I still think there's a big part of him that has that NFL edge, Bill. And as we've said, and speaking to our people close to it who are directly involved, they said if Jim Harbaugh doesn't sign this week, they expect fully for him to flirt with the NFL. It probably means that he has options. His agent right now is Don Yee, who represents Tom Brady, who has a stake in the Las Vegas Raiders now, and they obviously have a job open. I think they regret not hiring Jim a couple of years ago 
frankly, and, and hiring McDaniels instead. So that's something that I could see happening. And uh, with Mark Davis, he's got history with that franchise. But uh, either way, um, it's going to be, in my opinion, uh, it, there's going to be a pull. So uh, it could go either way at this point. But uh, Ward Manuel was out of town this weekend, I guess. But didn't go to the banquet. So I don't know how much progress they made on a contract. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be a big week in that respect, not just from a recruiting standpoint with signing day on Wednesday, but with what happens to Jim Harbaugh and his contract. Yeah, Bruce Feldman also runs a website, uh, Big Ten Football Coaches Chicken dot com, and every single <laughs> Big Ten football coach anonymously thinks Harbaugh will leave for the NFL. They want it. They want him to, that's for sure, and I, I get it. But, you know, I do think it would be Sharon Moore, and they would try to the continuity thing if uh, if Drew Harbaugh were to go back to the NFL. Jim will take some coaches with him. So let's see what happens this week, though. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. Uh, Jim Harbaugh's got his family here. He's got his kids in school here as well. So, uh, But, you know, there's relationship issues, too. I think he and Ward Manuel have not seen eye to eye in a lot of areas. So, uh, But he does trust President Santa Ono who I know and I've been assured by several people is directly involved here trying to get the deal done. There's one thing about uh, the NFL and being a head coach at the pro level, and John Beeline made that move from Michigan to Cleveland because he thought it would be better on the other side not having to deal with recruiting. He saw NIL coming, all the -the round-the-clock recruiting, travel that you had to do. Uh, It became more of a personnel issue with players not accepting John in Cleveland, but Harbaugh, if you look at the NFL, unless you're a coach that gets on the radar for something negative, he usually is pretty drama-free outside of winning and losing, right? Unless he brings the drama, right? And uh, yeah. that was the case in San Francisco. And But the thing with him is he's been there and he's done it. And I would imagine that he would go to a franchise that would say, okay, maybe, I, I believe Las Vegas you know what, would probably give him more control and would have some more control in personnel decisions and things like that. So, uh, and I think that's something that would suit him. Having done it before, and, you know, I've spoken to so many people who are close, at least close to his inner circle, including one who is in his inner circle, and said, Jim Lombardi Trophy. He was close to it when he was with San Francisco. Loses to his brother, Bill, on a contract play. So now his brother's got one and he's got zero. And the quote that was given to me a couple weeks ago was now Jim wants two of them to one-up his brother, who he loves very much and respects, but there's a competitive nature between the two of them. So uh, I could definitely see that playing in right now, especially he's 60 years old. It's going to be his last chance. He's been here longer than a lot of people expected him to be, including himself. He said he promised Jim Hackett, the interim athletic director great respect for when he got that job done. He said seven years, and uh, and that was what he gave them when he flirted with it a couple of years ago, was all but gone to Minnesota before that interview went sideways. So we'll see what happens. But I could also see him here for another 10 years, Bill, if it doesn't work out the way he wants to in an interview or if he doesn't get what he wants next level. But the fact that he's got an agent with NFL ties now indicates to me that he's pretty serious about this. Yeah, I think there's less BS to deal with when you're an NFL coach compared to coaching at the D level or D one level, big boy football or basketball, we'll see how that uh, plays out. Speaking of Santa Ono, I saw the photo welcoming back Juwan Howard. Ward Manuel moves quickly on the Howard situation. Nothing was there in terms of 
the report of the altercation. But then Juwan uh, says, well, you have to go to the report when it comes to uh, Sanderson. So there seems to be some lasting animosity there. Uh, is that story yeah. done and over with? No, I don't think so. Sanderson wasn't there again over the weekend. And, uh, you know, some of his, some people close to him were posting uh, uh, some things from Indiana. I think his son, Jonathan, who's an outstanding player, local kid from Saline, close to Ann Arbor there, put up 51 points the other night. He's a high major recruit. I think he might have been down there on a visit. So um, I don't know if John Sanderson will come back, I'll be honest. And the fact that uh, he wasn't there for those two games and – and Juwan said what he said indicates to me that, uh, no, this is not water under the bridge here. And when you fire an, uh, fire off an HR report like that against your boss, it's going to be hard to overcome, right? You've you got to have trust between the head coach and the strength coach. That's the relationship that has to be really, really good. And if you look at the one between Jim Harbaugh and Ben Herbert, for example, his strength coach, one of the best in the business, that's got to be rock solid because those are the guys spending the most time with the players. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But right now they've got other guys in that capacity. And the longer it goes, the less likely it is that John Sanders is going to be back in Michigan, in my opinion. It is amazing to look uh, with other coaching situations at Michigan, how fast Ward Manuel will move compared to Harbaugh situations. I, you know what? Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. It's supposedly it was, I thought it was supposed to be an external review, and in the statement it said internal review. So I don't know if it was just the athletic department that said, well, okay, we, we take your word for it. But I think they interviewed a lot of people in that building, and I think there was plenty of polls to go around. They aren't taking sides one way or another. I have great respect for John Sanderson and what he's done. I've spoken to a lot of former parents and players who absolutely love the guy. And, of course, there are a lot of people that love Juwan Howard, too. And it's just one of those things, I think, that escalated. And, uh, you know, once it gets out into the public, though, it, it makes it seem like a huge issue. And we've talked many times, right, about how coaches get at each other. Bo Schembechler used to fire Jerry Hanlon weekly, he said. And uh, and Jerry Hanlon would come back and say, Bo, you can't fire me today. You fired me last week, you know, but you worked through it. This, however, doesn't seem like it's something that's going to be worked through quickly. And you're right. It was awfully quick. And I think part of it was because Juwan Howard was healthy and ready to return. And they wanted him back on the bench for Saturday. By the way, Michigan 6-5, and five, uh, looking at the Big Ten, looking at Juwan, I would think if they don't make the NCAA tournament again, there are no excuses. I know they can talk about the health, and I'm glad he's doing well. But there's been more drama uh, the last year and a half connected uh, to Juwan than success on the basketball court. We'll see how it uh, plays out. But the Wolverines, like I said, undefeated, I think, or, or at home, excuse me, they're three and two this year, uh, six and five uh, on the season. Uh, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything Michigan Athletics there. Also, the walk up to Michigan, Alabama on New Year's Day out in the Rose Bowl. And They'll keep you posted on all the anonymous comments from all the Big Ten football coaches when it comes to Harbaugh. Yeah, what I love is Bruce Feldman from The Athletic and Fox. These coaches can't be brave enough just to say, like, you know what? I'm playing in the Weed Whacker Bowl down in Louisiana, but I think Harbaugh's going to lose to Saban. That's crazy, isn't it? This whole anonymous crap. Uh, it's crazy it shows how weak they are. If I'm a football yeah. player on any of these other teams, after how the situation on alleged sign stealing was done, 
and handled by coaches and by my own coach. And now this, I, it makes those programs look weak. It does. It does, especially when they don't come out and say it publicly. If you got something to say, like I always say, you want a bad mouth, they do it to my face, right? Be a man and, uh, and let's hear it. And they aren't. And it's really them keeping the narrative alive, right? Them and a couple of programs in the Big Ten. I wouldn't doubt it if, if half those quotes came from two programs in the Big mm. Ten in particular, right? Oh, yeah. So we have yeah. heard from ESPN. Yeah, Tony Soprano once said in one of the great scenes ever in Soprano, there's a reason rats live in the sewer. <laughs> and that's where that pretty much sums it up. It does. All right. Hey, Chris, uh, man, if I don't talk to you before Christmas, uh, we'll get together after Christmas and look ahead to the Crimson Tide and the Wolverines and the Rose Bowl. Looking forward to it, Bill. Thanks, brother. All right, Chris Ballas from... Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Jeremy Reisman on the Lions went over the Broncos. Look ahead to the Lions and the Vikings this weekend. He's a Lions NFL Insider, pride of Detroit within 30 minutes. Kyle Austin from Lansing on Michigan State's huge win over Baylor. And our friends from Celebration Cinema here in about an hour. They are showing the Michigan-Alabama game on the big screen. At a ton of Celebration Cinema locations across the huge radio network. I'll be having my huge watch party at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids. Get your tickets. You can purchase them at CelebrationCinema.com in the Grand Rapids area. If you're listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, Studio Park in downtown GR in Celebration Cinema South, showing the game. Also, other locations. Where you have a Celebration Cinema. Again, get your tickets while they last at CelebrationCinema.com. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. 
If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers until December 30th through the end of the year. Purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at theurbanu.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE. When you sign up, if you're a new customer, use code HUGE. Then bet five bucks on basketball and you'll get 150 instantly in free bets. That's with code HUGE when you sign up. We did drop our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Your thoughts on the Lions win Saturday night. I was there. Great seats. Moats the man had the seats. Kind of like Tony Soprano of Ottawa County. Hey, how you doing? It's like Sopranos meets the wire out of Baltimore. Who are you, the Sopranos? Who are you? We're the Feds. So your thoughts on the Lions win. Michigan State's domination of Baylor that nobody saw coming at Little Caesars Arena. Man, that downtown was alive. It was just kicking. Man. There were girls, girls, girls everywhere. <laughs> I tell you, I, you know, I've never sat at yeah, the 40-yard line about 40 rows up. The beautiful women that would walk by. You don't get those women in the third level. You want the girls, girls, girls at the Lions? You better have good seats. (laughs) Hey, who are you? I'm Moach. I'm a fat with the wire. I'm based in Baltimore. Yeah, I'm Tony Soprano. All right, we got a couple of road shows coming up, holiday road shows. Wednesday, I'll be at the Ada Indoor Country Club. Now, that's a public 
indoor golf facility with three simulators, really state-of-the-art stuff. It's awesome. And Wednesday, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m., everybody can come on. I don't care what age you are. 10 a.m. until 6 p.m., take three free swings in the long drive contest on the simulator and three free swings in the closest to the pin on the simulator. Winner of the long drive will get a Taco Tuesday package from Matt Golden and the team at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Overnight stay for your foursome, 36 holes of golf and a Tuesday night taco dinner. Winner of closest to the pin will get a foursome to play beautiful Pilgrim's Run just north of GR and the runner-ups or yeah, runner-ups in the long drive and closest to the pin. Each will get a foursome to enjoy Antrim Dells, which is right up 31 in between Elk Rapids and Charlevoix. So thank you, Dave Hill, and thank you to the Agamemnon Group and the crew there. So make sure you join me. I'll be broadcasting live starting at 3 Friday, but you can take those free swings 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. Wednesday at the Ada Indoor Country Club on Pettis. Big. Bad. Huge.